Welcome to a bonus episode of Ask Larry and Mary. This is a member spotlight where we feature one of NEA Rhode Island's 12,000 members. We are classroom teachers, education support professionals, higher education faculty, staff, and graduate students, state and municipal workers, and retirees. This week, we'd like to introduce you to situate paraprofessional Jamie Grissom. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. I really just want an opportunity for other members to get a sense of what, you know, people who are not in their cohort do every day. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been in education for over 18 years. I've subbed and worked in different districts, uh, but this is my 11th year in situate and my ninth year um, as a paraprofessional at North Situate Elementary School. And I feel like I've kind of found my place. Um, we're like a little family. We all get along great. Uh, the teachers are really supportive of their paraprofessionals. Um, they say thank you all the time and they're always doing nice things for us. And um, we all really feel respected and appreciated, which I know is not how it is in every district, but it is in situate. That's um, good. Yep. I'm the union president going into my, this might be my fifth year as the paraprofessional union president. And I'm the assistant secretary for NERI on the board there. And I'm on several committees at NERI. And uh, let's see what else. I was the ESP of the year two years ago. You were indeed. Um, I think that's it. That's so let me ask you a question because um, we say paraprofessional, we know what that means, but not everybody knows what a paraprofessional is. Can you explain what that is? Well, paraprofessionals has kind of evolved from a teacher's aide to a teacher assistant, but now we do um, professional development to make ourselves better and make ourselves better to work with the students. Um, so a paraprofessional is kind of what it says. It's a professional. We work in the classroom with the teachers. We work in small groups with the students. Um, we have a more hands-on um, role in education as opposed to just making copies. And we also, you know, we, we do the usual cover lunch duty and recess. We, you know, that's part of the job. We have to do that because the teachers are not required to, but that's fine. It's just another chance to get to know the students and see them at when they're at their fun times and interact with them more um, and just get to know them. So do you work with one classroom or do you work with? I have four classrooms. You have four I'm, classrooms. I'm in first and second grade this year. Um, and I, I do interventions with math and reading for some of the kids that, maybe fell through the COVID cracks and didn't really get, you know, what they needed during that time. Um, so I do, um, I have a Bridges math group and I have a, a reading group where we're working on, um, we do like repeated reading. They read the same thing three times and then con constructive criticism in between so that they can get to the point where they need to be reading and understanding what they're reading. So you said that um, you sort of found your home here. What, is that, what does that mean to you? 
Um, well, it's, it's actually funny because I'm working at the elementary school where I went to school. I'm originally from ah. living in Gloucester. So I actually went through the Situate school system. So I'm back working. So it really I'm is home. It, it really <laughs> is home. Um, it's just, you know, I look forward to going to, to, to work every day. And I'm not sure everybody can say that. You know, we're, we're a cohesive team. Um, we, we go out for dinners. We have a Christmas holiday party every year. We, How many of you are there? Paris or in total? Paris. Paris, there's 10 of us. Okay. At my school. Um, the, the, the school that has the most is the middle high school. They, they have 15. And then one of the other elementary schools has 10 and the other one has seven or eight. So there's 10 paras at my building. We all get along great. We're always willing to pitch in and help each other. Um, we've had some people out absent. Everyone's always willing to fill in because most people at my building are mostly part-time. We're still having that discussion in, in the district. Um, but it works out because working part-time, you have a couple of days off, you can fill in where we need you. But we're always there for each other. Um, you know, and it's just it's just a great place to work. And I think everybody feels the same because we we got a few people from other buildings or other districts, and they're like, you know, this place is great. We all get along, you know, we want to come to school, the teachers are great, the principal is great. You know, it's just it's just the place to be. That's fantastic. So tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the joys and some of the challenges of your power work in Situate. Okay. Um, so some of the joys are just being there with the kids, helping them learn every day, being in the classrooms, um, hands-on. Um, you know, when they, when they succeed and they realize that they succeed and they get excited and they smile and you're there to enjoy it with them, and just seeing them succeed from the work that they're doing is is great. You know, when they finally like that light bulb goes the off. Light bulb. I get it. You know, it's 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 great to see that. Um, and like I said before, just being there with the people that I work with every day um, is a joy in itself. You know, like like I said, I, I love going to school every day, and knowing that I'm going to be with those people every day is is awesome keeps you going it does keep me going and the students tell me i'm the best teacher ever sometimes that's always well, that'll brighten your day that's for sure it does and and that's what the um the teachers refer to us when they talk to the kids they don't say paraprofessional they say when a teacher any teacher talks to you you need to do what they say so they even refer to us as teachers you know even though you know, we know we're paraprofessionals, but they always refer to us to the students as teachers because we're in the classrooms. Sure. And so what about some challenges that come with the job? Um, the challenges, we have a lot of behavior issues, which again, could be, you know, the time during COVID really, I think, took a toll on some of these kids not being with other people. You know, I don't, I think they really lost a lot of their social skills, um, how to deal with other people, how to um, conflict resolution. We, we see a lot of the students being disrespectful to each other, to the adults in the building. Um, and it's really disheartening that this is how they are. And starting young, I mean, I'm in elementary, mm. so it's five to 10 year olds. You know, when you start there and then 
you know, we try to we try to break the habits by saying, you know, I'm the adult and I'm the adult in this situation. You need to be respectful of me. Um, yeah. Doesn't always work, but you know, we have some strategies that we deal with. Um, one of the the biggest challenges is you know doing what I love, but not really earning a livable wage. Mm. Um, and that's one of the committees on I'm on with Neary is the livable wage com, um, committee to try and raise the, the wages of ESPs um, to be you know level across even the dis, even the state. Sure, you're one of the the least paid. Um, Paris Paris Union in the district. So it's luckily I love what I do because right. I'm not in it for the money, that's for sure. <laughs> but you should be compensated for yeah, it. Yeah, fairly. I have some girls, we have 37 um paras in the union right now. We have a few openings, but some of those girls have two and three jobs. And it's it's sad that they have to do that because they can't make enough money to to live. You right. know, they don't have kids and they're not getting health insurance because some of them are part-time or they, you know, we have to pay for the health insurance if we take it and they're just not earning enough. And it's, it's a shame. So talk to me a bit about your union work. What, when did you get involved with your union and what kind of sparked that for you? Um, I got involved actually when I came to North Situate, I got involved because there was a, a building rep. Um, and she kind of, she kind of recruited me, you know, like, oh, be a building rep with me. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. I had never been involved in a, the union before, even the other schools that I worked at. I was just kind of like, you know, I know it's there and what it does and whatever, but I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. So I went from the building rep to the vice president. That was quite a leap. <laughs> they, didn't have one. they didn't have one. And they kind of wanted, at that time we had co-presidents. So I think the thought was that one of them was going to retire. That would have left like the one president and she didn't want to do it by herself. Though they kind of recruited somebody who was eager and, you know, willing to learn and put in some extra time. And my girls were getting older. So I had time to devote to it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Well, then I think she, that girl, that president lasted two years and she's like, okay, I'm, I'm retiring and you're going to be it. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not really how that works. And yeah. she's like, well, you know, you got to go through the elections and everything. So, so there I, there I was. And I, I continue because nobody else wants it, but I, I like what, like, I like what I do. Um, it's very hard at times, but it's very re rewarding when we have a success or, or no problems is even better. If we have mm -hmm. no problems, we could just coast along and be good. Um, but they've, they keep electing me. So I'm like, I must be doing something right. And it is, it is a passion. I, I was always the president of the PTO at my, at the elementary school. I, I was the president of the music parents association at the high school where my kids went. Um, I started the PTO at the middle school where my kids went. So I've always been involved. And I guess this is just a progression of that. And I've kind of passed it along to my daughters because they're very involved in what they do. So um, I it's think- a trait to pass on. Yeah, I think it's just in my blood. That's good. So you're, um, you know, you're not just the, your local president, you're, um, you're an officer for Neri. 
Mm -hmm. um, you're involved in, I know you've got the livable wage, livable wage. committee. Yep. Um, I'm on the, the PD committee. Professional Development Committee. Professional Development Committee, the um, the Political Action Committee by default. <laughs> yep, that's true. That is by default because all local presidents. Yes. Um, part of that. I'm on the ESP caucus. I'm the secretary of the ESP caucus. Um, what else? That might be it. I think that's a lot. <laughs> a lot. It's okay. You must enjoy it if it's. I do. I do. I, I love being involved and. What would you say to somebody who would want to, who's like nervous because they don't really know what to do or, you know, how do I get involved? What would you say to I just say, just come to a meeting. I'm trying to get people involved for the ESP caucus. I'm like, just come to a meeting, meet these girls. They're, they're awesome. They're from all over the state. We get together. We, you know, talk about what's going on in our districts and, you know, you, you pick up some information like, oh, I didn't know that, um, you know they're doing that in this district, maybe we could try it in our district. Um, it's just, a, they're just a great group of women that, you know, have been doing it for a long time and they have a lot of knowledge. Um, but I just say, you know, just, just come to a meeting. If you don't like it, that's fine. But you, you know, you have to try it if you want to get involved and see where you want to get involved and where your fit is. Sure. So Jamie, um, we talked about your career. Can you can you think of or point to um, a moment at any point in your in your career that you thought, oh yeah, this is, I am meant to do this. This is this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm making a difference here. Um, I I always think about this one thing. Um, it's it's not it's not an educational point. Well, there's probably two things I could think of for that. One is not an educational point, but we had a. Um, a boy fall off the monkey bars at recess, maybe maybe five or six years ago, and I was on recess duty, so I ran over. And you know, having kids, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, this kid just fell, you know. So got everybody away from him, and um, he clearly had hurt his arm. He was complaining about his arm, so I sat with him and calmed him down till the nurse came out. And then we went into the into the I went in the building after, and I went to the nurse's office to check on him and his. Um, they were waiting for his mother to come. So later on that night, she contacted me through my my school email. And she said, you know, thank you so much for what you did today. Um, she goes, I was really nervous. And, you know, what he did, he ended up breaking his arm. He did break it. But um, she, she said to him, like, I'm so sorry. It took me so long to get there and whatever. And he said, don't worry about it, mom. Mrs. Grissom was there and she was taking good care of me. And I was like, that was like such a sweet thing to say. because all the really good stuff. Sit with him and you know just keep him calm in a bad situation and what I would hope that anybody would do for my kids if something right. happens to them but that always kind of stays with me like you know you're there to be there for the kids and you know to make to help them it with whatever they need but like but every day I would say the thing is that um again when it, when a student is struggling and then, you know, that light, you, they have that light bulb moment where they finally get it and you see it in their face and their face lights up and they're like, I get it now. And those are really the moments that make it, make it all worth it and make, make my time there. You know, the days fly by because hopefully we'll have a, a lot of those moments. We, we had, I've had a few, even this week, I've had a few where the kids are like, I get it, I get it. 
and you, know, you just get this feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing a good job. These kids are learning and that's what it's about. That's fantastic, Jamie. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And thanks for um, joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. You've been listening to Ask Larry and Mary, a production of the National Education Association, Rhode Island. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our podcast and follow at NEA Rhode Island on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Got a question for Larry and Mary? Call our voicemail at 401-307-3799.